Blog Talk Radio. Shaolin, the classified elements, we here now. So all you fruit loop, colored candy, white, peanut butter and jelly, coon ass niggas, you press the duck and rough for cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, into the temple gates, cross the fiery lakes, but witness to torture souls and plant upon burning stakes. Let's send the terror bombs, raising hell to reach heaven gates. Fire bombing cathedrals when I switch my car to stay. Regard to animal, from animal back to God. I'm throwing these jewels like WD for rod to raise a nation that's indispensable, indivisible, based on principle with to digital outputs to outlooks, temperatures rise in. As the sun of righteousness gives spiritual guidance in the lion's den. The phoenix arrives since Spitting balls for walls Through the belt of Orion With the eye to hootie These faggot devils can't fool me The phallus gave porn And digested the pig's booty The sin is the wickedness Lost in the wilderness We're never at here to this Go ahead and slit your wrist The black guard exists What devils try to exit Leaving their planet crisis Until destroyed by ISIS In the pit of demons I'm ancient Kim and dreaming Converting satanic cords With the beta semen Sword swinging Decapitator Addicted, crystal warm mystic, keep a glow with drinks when I'm lifted. I'm El Chesedic, moving through 50 states. Only trespassers with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. I'm El Chesedic, moving through 50 states. Only trespassers with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. In a devil's head, severed on a dinner plate. Before the throne of God, all devils will meet the fate. Below the mason dicks, the rise of the future gray. Imperial, ethereal, sound the trumpets through the stereo. Murders with mics, that's why I scratch off the cereal. We first creation, send you back to some minerals. South Shaolin, double MC is the abbot. More rich be the nation. Black men's land, we gotta have it. Restore the throne, eradicate the savage. When disaster strikes, actual facts you can't manage. A fool's on deck, sink ships like Titanic. Spread a fear across the land, causing unjustified panic. Amongst the brain dead zombies, grabbing the spits of bandits. While these wicked overseas collect residuals in their hammock. Corporate folks forever remain rancid. Poisoning to the mind, inflicting subconscious damage. I'm El Chesedic, moving through 50 states. Only transmitters with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. I'm El Chesedic, moving through 50 states. Hermie transmitters with the gods I relate. Mental alchemists, watch love conquer hate. I am in a golden rays above my head to figure eight. Return of the ancient one, the Moorish Naga, the Dragon Rider, or breathing fire, generator, operator, destroyer, a self lord and master, instructor, a Kama Sutra, practicing Tantra, a Kriya Yoga, a Kutalini, the Resurrector, Shishuna, the Eater, Bengala, awaken the seven chakra to come the Avatar, Muhammad the Conqueror, putting swords to your juggler, senior to the ether, the water, air, fire bender, the earth ruler, usher in the new era. In the saga, eyes fear with terror, eerie sounds of horror, reflection crack mirrors, minds made feeble, dreams crumble, the curse tremble, thieves in the temple, raise the mental, beyond the four devils, you whack motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, all you goddamn cool niggas out there, you know what I'm saying, they was trying to put that fucking rope around them goddamn throats, you know what I'm saying, cause you didn't, you didn't all this goddamn hip hop, that's why hip hop dead motherfuckers. 
to the God. You already know, man.
system regulates the brain about specific things that we based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding others in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. And a definite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates the brain about specific things that we based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air that your thoughts transmits it. Talking about more Indian Native Americans. All right. What you got to say about that right now, brother? Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. I'm I'm in the mood for that. All right. All right. If everybody go back to my book, the first quarter, which the radio station. That you're listening to his name after. In the book, The First World Order, which was copywritten in 2009, nearly 10 years ago, you will find that I was one of the first so called Moors to write about our indigenous heritage here within the Americas. Right? I remember at the time, many Moors was still believing in the doctrine that it just came from Africa. Even though within the oral statements and prophecies of Prophet Ali, he stated that all up and down the Mississippi Moors led. As a matter of fact, he said before the Europeans even came, the Moors lived all up and down the Mississippi. So, um, in my book, The First World Order, I go through the global path. And global is just in the sense of the land that Hold on, brother. There's a lot of feedback. All right. So we're not just talking about, um, you know, the earth being circular 
or being around or being um, um, as they show us, right? We're talking about the land masses when we're talking about the path of the ancient ones. You're talking about the way that they came from out of what they referred to as Africa. They also refer to this as Northwest Africa or a Mexican, the North Gate. Many more is referred to that even to this day based on chapter 47 in the Holy Quran, circle 7. Some more, a few more deny that. Their prerogatives, the sciences, um, catching up to consciousness. Because when we, when we look at Pangea, we're looking at when all the so-called land masses or continents were together. And when we're talking about being together, we're looking at when North America on the East Coast from Florida all the way up to Connecticut or so fits directly over top of what we now refer to as um, the Gold Coast or the Ivory and Gold Coast area. And even further down, you have Central and South America fitting into that area um, along the western seaboard of Africa. If you go to a museum um, in the Science Museum of in St. Louis, Missouri, on their maps, they have what we refer to as north, south, east, and west. It actually is flipped upside down or right side up. All right? This is something in which that definitely is not spoken of um, in the areas of, of the maps. And if you read articles, recent articles, it speaks of how Florida and Alabama actually have portions of Africa still attached to it to the day. So we have portions of Africa to this day in the areas now called Alabama, Alibaba, as well as also for Alabama, um, as well as also in Florida. All right. Seminole or Yamasi and Yamasi territory. A lot of this information I wrote about in 2009, which now is flooding, you know, the, uh, it's flooding YouTube like crazy. All right. Nearly 10 years later, people are catching on, you know, that we was already here within the Americans. And I uh, went through the book to prove it. Um, all right. I utilized every bit of information I could find at that particular time. And part two is coming. First of order, part two is coming. Um, in which that we'll go even further into it. And there's several books that I always make mention of because for some reason, people still haven't gotten this through their heads is that they keep running with the European timeline when 
there's other Europeans in which they actually have taken this thing further back because they have found evidence and they are not hiding archaeological finds or digs, fossils, relics, etc. In the book Forbidden Archaeology by Michael Creedmoor and Richard L. Thompson, and the other book, The Hidden History of the Human Race, which is the condensed edition of the Forbidden Archaeology, they go into one of the landmark intellectual achievements of the late 20th century. All right, this is what Graham Hancock calls it, who's the author of the fingerprint of the gods. But in these books, they go over the fact that we've been on this planet billions of years, not just millions. All right, of course, they show you an eight species dating back to 2.8 to 3.2 million years ago, which they found in Tanzania, Uganda, um, Kenya region, near the Lake Victoria, as they call it, Asaya, which is allegedly, uh, which is the name in which that the native um, Aboriginal people call, um, Africans call that area, they call it Lake Victoria. But this was actually an eight species. They refer to it as Dagnesh. And they date that and they say that our bones go back to two point eight to three point two million years. But yet we have documented proof of information and a even further back fossil that was found in Guadalupe. Right, was found in Guadalupe. Now, that's in the Caribbean or Caribbean or Americana Island. And this fossil was a human skeleton, and it's in the basement of the British Museum. And it dates back to to 28 million years old. 28 million years old. So while they was in Africa finding allegedly the oldest relic that has been found thus far, which is an eight, some type of eight species, and it hasn't been verified that it is nothing more than an eight, but yet they have actually found which is in the British Museum in the Caribbean islands in Guadalupe, dating back to 28 million years old. All right? And of course, Guadalupe, being in the Caribbean islands, means that this is here in the Western Hemisphere, close to South America. Now, the oldest blood type on the planet is old blood type. The largest group of old blood type people is in South America, 100%. Nearly 1% of the people in South America are O blood type, O positive blood type, as a matter of fact. About 70% of the indigenous people within Central to North America. 
And they're joining our with all the Caribbean Americana. What this shows us is that the oldest fossils have been found actually here, but have been hidden from us. Now, we're not saying that they cannot find older fossils in Africa. I'm sure they can. But they will have to go a little bit further south in South Africa to do so. All right. Now they're telling you that the first humans didn't walk the planet until 300,000 years ago. Yet has a human skeleton 28 million years ago in the British Museum in the basement. When my wife and I went to the British Museum, we asked the curator of the museum to take us down into the basement. He said he would. However, the head curator at that time was not there, nor for he can ask permission so that could happen. That would have been a beautiful trip. All right, down to the basement. The reason why, because he said, let me put it this way. What you see here is only 20%. The other 80% is in the basement. Now, when you go into the British Museum, as soon as you walk through the door, it goes from Pell Britain or Albion, the Isles of Albion, as it was originally called before England, to become Egypt. Right off the side is the River of Isis. And you will walk down the River of Isis down the street, the river is dark, black. It's called the River of Isis. And you walk down the street and you will see Sphinx. Here in Marquette, Sphinx on the side of the River of Isis. As you walk into the British Museum, you walk into Egypt. Everything you see is Egypt as soon as you walk in. You walk through the doors, you will see a uh, 50-foot-tall statue of an Egyptian, Marian Pharaoh, Medic Pharaoh. So he said that there was 80% more underneath the British Museum. And this is just one of the relics that we've been able to find Okay, don't believe me, go to www.libertyforlife.com to verify this information. Because anything that I talk or speak on, I can prove. Right? In the books Forbidden Archaeology, it says that life was verified to at least have been here. 600 million years in the Western Hemisphere, or what they refer to as the West now, based on, like I say, the Science Museum of St. Louis. The West will actually be the East, the East will be the West, North will be South, South will be West, I mean, South will be North, North will be South. That's the way in which that the map shows. So really, 
um, if we turn the map upside down, or as we would say, right side up, that would be more of an accurate way of looking at um, the world. All right? Now, there's relics that have been found 600 million years ago in Dorchester, Massachusetts. A blast was carried out and put in stone. And from out of this put in stone in which that was blast came a metallic vase with a splitted carbon. So this is an indication that these metal workers here in the Western, what is now called the Western Hemisphere, 600 million years ago, 600 million years ago, now, 400 million years before the continental drift. So that means that that's when we had Pangea and all the landmass together. So therefore, there was no Africa, was no North America, there was no South America, there was no Asia, there was no Australia, there was no India. None of these areas existed. It was just one landmass called Pangea. And that's the Greek terminology. But that's the oldest term that we have found, but it's called Pangea within the Greek. And of course, the Greek is taken from the Phoenician, where you also have the development of the Hebrew. And Hebrew and Arabic are derivatives of the metronature. So that means that the Canadian, that, um, that the Phoenician, which is also the new word, that's of Phoenician, and we get the word Phoenix, which is the Benu, which is a form of Heru, the hawk. 500 years, all right? All right, so we're talking about information that they further back to what the majority of people have ever heard of and wish that is being rebuilt within these two books. And this is why I always mention them because people need a reader in order to have verification. Because normally they just come up to face sideways the information and don't know what is going on. And that's a shame. You know, we need to be more educated concerning who we are and what is going on. All right? You have to have these two books in the collection. Now, that's the oldest relic that has been found here. However, there are also in the South African region. As a matter of fact, according to the book, they have found at least 200 or so metallic spheres, ball-shaped metallic spheres, in which there has a line down the middle, similar to an equator. And these metallic spheres are made of some type of iron ore in which that was made in zero gravity. 
Because they were grabbing. I don't know if you understood what that means. But they were grabbing means quite simply that these metals was harnessed and put together in gravity or I should say where there's no gravity. All right? So, can we further verify that it was already indigenous people here in the West Hemisphere. Now, understand that this is all before six to 8,000 years ago where you just find the European coming upon the planet after the last Ice Age. Get the book Iceman's Inheritance, um, um, Heritage um, by um, Michael Bradley. Okay? Get on the Bilaj Muhammad, message to the black man. Theology of Time. Get Malcolm X. On Black History. His book. Speaks about it. But let's go further back. In Antelope Springs in Utah, there's a print of a man wearing shoes in which that the left foot and trotting down on a troglobite, which is a creature that dates back to 440 million years ago. In St. Louis, Missouri, is a footprint in premium rock that dates back 200 million years ago. In B-Rock, Kentucky, there's a foot, there's footprints in Pennsylvanian rock that dates back 200 million years ago. Now, understand what I'm saying there. All of this was here. So yes, we call it Utah, Missouri, Kentucky. But too many years ago, none of those names existed. But we now refer to it as to here in the Western Hemisphere. Right? If you go to um, Persian County, Nevada, a footprint showing evidence of a well-cut and a double-stitched leather sole in Triassic limestone that dates back to 160 to 195 million years ago. You go to Glenwood Rose, Texas. Footprints in, 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 in some type of rocket um, creation on creation. Uh, a rock that dates back 70 million years that's 70 million years old and then you find the human fossil 28 million years in Guadalupe we know that at least in North America we've been here at least 600 million years ago we need to go and do more research in South America because I promise you, you'll find even older evidence or relics there. And I believe that these relics 
have been found, but have been hidden from us. They've been hidden. All right, they've been hidden. And, and that information that I just broke down about the uh, um, the pudding stone, the blast that was carried out, was, I mean, that was according to GS Geological um, Survey in the magazine, scientific magazine, dated back June 5th, 1852. Over 140 some odd years ago. Of course, they'll say, well, uh, you know, uh, that was impossible. That couldn't have. Take a zero or two off. And that's all they've been doing. Taking zeros off. That's what they've been doing. Right? Shoot. As a matter of fact, in 1887, Florentino Amigo discovered apparently man-made heaps, primitive flint um, tools, carved bones, and a moderate-looking human spinal bone in a Pleistocene strata dating back to three to five million years old. And guess where was it at? In Monte Hermosa, Argentina. Argentina is in South America. So we have an even older fossil found. All right? Human fossil, that is. Because it says a human spinal bone. Now, once again, that's older than Dagnesh, which is Lucy that they found, which um, of course, um, Raymond, um, archaeological, um, uh, Raymond Dart, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is his name, um, but Raymond, um, he found um, Lucy, right? He found Lucy. And what we're talking about is that we're going to find Lucy and it's only dating back. You know, uh, and it only came back to, I believe, like, like I said, two point, um, two point eight to three point to three point two million years, and I just told you about, um, you know, and I just told you about this fine right in. Argentina, that dates back to three to five million years ago. All right. He also made a similar find in Mesocene strata in what's again in Argentina, but this one went further back to five to twenty-five million years old. All right. So these are finds in which that. They don't speak about, all right? So being an anthropologist, as Raymond um, Dart was, you know, um, 
you know, and he came up with this, um, you know, found the term um, Australopithecus Africanus. You know, what the hell is that? Australia, African? You see, these, you see, these are individuals making, as you would say, shit up and getting recognized, <laughs> you know, getting recognized, you know, as these are fines. You know, he called it an extinct hominin, closely related to humans. And why did he call it that? Because he, he was one of the Europeans who stole the land from the indigenous people in Australia, the Aborigines. So he himself took on the title as an Australian anthropologist. Okay? So, I believe he was I believe he was the one who found Lucy, you know. Um, well, I'm not saying he just died like around in 1988. Right. So, um, this is this is what we're looking at. This is what we're looking at here. We're looking at information which that goes beyond what they have really been telling us. All right. We know that between 1894 to 1921, mineralogist, archaeologist, um, William Nevin, he discovered ancient cities in Mexico. Now, who was in Mexico? They tell you that the Olmecs were in Mexico, but they just got there 5,000 years ago. That's bullshit. All right. Based on William Nevin's discovery, he found ancient cities in Mexico that dated back to the beginning of the Pleistocene era, which was 2.5 million years ago. He said some cities were built further into much further back eras. All right? Tertiary era. He says we need volcanic ashes. Nevins rediscovered over 2,600 stone tablets, as well as modern human skulls, modern human skulls now, that show negroid genetic markers. Damn. Negroid genetic markers? Nevins, Guerrero, now you go to Guerrero right now in Mexico. Right, ask any Mexican about Guerrero. They tell you that the population is so-called melanated, heavily melanated. They are dark-skinned, so-called black people. They're Moors. They're right there in Mexico. They're descendants of the Olmecs. But Nevin's finds of these 26 stone tablets and etc. This collection is now in. The American Museum of Natural History, right? And the Peabody Museum of Harvard University. You have to understand what is taking place. 
history has been switched around. This is technology at its best. We're here to put history, or better yet, his story in the dust and our heritage in the making. All right? So, this is what's going on. All right? Do we have, what, what other proof do we have? I'm telling you the people names. I'm giving you places. I'm giving you dates. I'm giving you books. It's a scholarship. But I will have Negroes try to demean me and they don't know what the fuck they talking about. This is why I bring so much scholarship. And I hate that being left hemisphere when it comes to this type of thing, but you have to be because this is the way that we was trained and indoctrinated based on the school system of European so-called white supremacist training. All right, let's let's forget it this. Through a United States Geological Survey, it was a team-led right, ex, uh, 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 examining team that was led by Virginia Stein McIntyre in 1969. And she says that human habitation was found existing in Mexico for at least 250 thousand to three hundred and fifty thousand years based on human artifacts and stone tools tested at the um at at the site near the city of Pueblo Pueblo all right um uh the, the shortly after the dating of the site was made public the head of the of the of the um Mexican Archaeological Department of the Mexican government became very upset at the ancient dates and ordered the Mexican army to close the site and confiscate all artifacts. Virginia Stein McIntyre was told to change the date and take a zero off her date. So take the zero off and you will have 25,000 to 35,000 years instead of 250,000 to 350,000 thousand years. But she stood her ground and jeopardized her career. Okay? This is what 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 is going on. How they keep trying to hide information. Now three hundred and fifty thousand years, and I'm saying that because we have a man by the name of Albert Perry, who they tied back to Cameroon, to a small village in Cameroon. However, the nigga was from uh, uh, South Carolina. <laughs> okay? But uh, uh, allegedly, the DNA technicians traced Perry's lineage to a small village in Cameroon. But anyway, what happened was is that His Y chromosome, all right, was very distinct. And it showed that he was 
not descended from whom they refer to as Adam, as if they can verify who the hell Adam was. They can't verify that. All right? We know Adam was not them because they just got hit 68,000 years ago. I'm talking about goddamn hundreds and thousands and millions of years, even billions of years of us already being on this planet. And they just got here 6,000 to 8,000 years ago? Who are they in order to tell you who you are? But they try. So we still utilize some of the information in order to verify our existence around the world. Right? In this world. So the origin pushed the date of humanity back 140,000 to 338,000 years ago, or 70% earlier than previously estimated, according to the study. Proven once again, life began from a dark skinned people, because they said African people. But for just, just say melanated. Just say um, Moorish heritage, right? The word more simply means land. You go and look it up in Black's Law Dictionary, and people got a problem with utilizing Black's Law Dictionary because it explains certain things much better than most dictionaries do when it comes to, the, to um, defining certain terms and words, etymology. Right, so the Albion, albinos, the Asians, they cannot get away from saying that they come from melanated people. All right, I won't say African per se, even though, like I said, the oldest relics that has been found did date back to 2.8 billion years ago in South Africa. And because of that, we still give credence right now to the fact that the oldest relics have been found, but not the oldest fossils. And once again, when we talk about this, we're saying this because 100% of old blood type, which the oldest blood type on the planet is old blood, 100% of the people in South America are old blood type. Therefore, it had to have originated in the sense from out of South America. All right? And I, sh- and I just proved to you that um, some of the older fossils have been found in Argentina, in South America. Right? Older than the fossil that has been found. Now, the oldest relic, like I said, was found in South Africa. So there still is a um, an acknowledgement of the fact that we are still a um, global people in a sense, not global as in just a round globe, but a global people in the sense that we have existed on all the various land masses around the world. All right? Now, you get this book called Suza Economics, the History of the Pan-African Trade, Commerce, Money, and Wealth. These Blacks found in the Americas, 
is by First Book Liberty um, Library, excuse me, and it states that the mound builders, they were dark-skinned, woolly-haired blacks who were indigenous, native to North America and kin to the Olmecs of South America. The Washita, Black Californian, Yamasi or Yamasi, Califun Nami, and the other pre-Columbian Blacks of the Americas were part of a prehistoric trade network that began in Africa and spread worldwide over 100,000 years ago and at various periods afterward. So when I was breaking down the facts on the video with Rich and I was being interviewed by Brother Blue on um, the Blue Pill or Blue Pillar, um, and he, and, and he asked me the question concerning our existence here, and I brought up the fact that one of the major impacts occurred, or one of the last great impacts occurred before Columbus, before Columbus even came here. 168 years before Columbus even came, we had proof of, the, of Abu Bakari II, who was the Mansa, who was the head the, the uh, king, all right, of the Malian West African Empire. And at this time, it stretched from out of Mali, Niger, Nigeria, Senegal, uh, Ghana, etc., etc., Benin. It stretched into all of these areas. And the crazy thing was that he took people from out of all these areas on the two 1,200 ships. We're talking about 2,200 ships. The first year, which was 1311, he sent two, um, 200 ships. Only one ship came back to tell of the 199 ships going further into what we now refer to as the Western Hemisphere. And there's evidence of them being here. The following year, 1312 to 1313, he left himself, giving up the throne and giving into the hands of Master Musa, who we now call the richest man ever to exist in the world. Well, he inherited that from Abu Bakari II, his uncle. And he left. Abu Bakari II left with 2,000 more ships. They said these ships were so big that elephants were even able to travel on these ships. This is how you have elephants, not mammoths, elephants in North America that you would see on certain rocks, cave carvings, and these types of things that have been found in Wisconsin, that have been found in Arizona, Colorado, that has been found in Ohio. New Mexico, et cetera, et cetera. This is scholarship. This was again, I'm telling you where you can find this information. So when they asked the question, who lived in America 50,000 years ago? You did. Kermit.
Colonel James Churchward, who's the brother of Albert Churchward, who was the student of one of the greatest Egyptologists. And I recommend that you get all their books, James Churchward's books, Albert Churchward's books, and his teachers, or their teachers, their, um, um, his, um, his books too. And his name is Gerald Massey. And another student of his who wrote the book on, on what's the name of the book? But her name is Valencia Stratton. And she wrote the book um, North. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now. All right? But I'll get you the name in a second here. But wrote the book, let's see, Valencia Stratton, all right, E. Valencia Stratton, she wrote the book, it says, Celestial Ship of the North, the Celestial Ship of the North, she was a student of Jeremiah. Right? Student of Gerald Massey. Gerald Massey was the greatest, one of the greatest Egyptologists. All right, everybody else. Um, and, and her name is Emma Valencia Stratton. But get her book. All right. The Fraternity of the Builders and the Celestial Ship of the North. All right. And of course, get all of Gerald Massey's books. Right, all of his books. You have the book of beginning, uh, volume one and two. You have Ancient Egypt, the Light of the World, volume one and two. You have um, historical um, Jesus and mythical Christ. You have um, Jeremiah's lectures. All right. And you have two other volumes um, of Jeremiah. All right. Now, Gerald Massey was no joke. All right, Gerald Massey was no joke. All right, look, look him up. You know? You know, he was able to go in the basement, you know, of the um, British Museum. This is how he was able to reveal a lot of the um, information to us. You know, uh, the other two books is called The Natural Genesis. Natural Genesis, how you wanted to. Get, get his book, right? Godfrey Higgins, you know. You know, get Godfrey Higgins. Get, get these, all these books. I mean, there's many. I mean, uh, this is where um, Yusuf Benyakin and Dr. Ben uh got a lot of his information from um alvin boyd um coon right dorothy m madder on um, murdoch all right and of course um dorothy um m madder is is on um, ashara 
um, F. All right. So she get she she studied a lot of Gerald Matthews' works too. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because fifty thousand years ago they speak of ancient Egyptians being here. All right. I, uh, there's, there's an article that came out on Dr. Um, Albert Goodyear. He's a South Carolina University professor. He says that humans lived along the east bank of the Savannah River 50,000 years ago. The 51,700-year-old North American site found in Allendale County, South Carolina, by the Savannah River is less than 30 miles from the Atlantic Ocean. The evidence for the ancient African migrations came in multiple forms. Skulls, skeletons, footprints and lava, campsites, genetic M174, and D, haploid groups, linguistics, paintings, carvings, architecture, Egyptian writings, artifacts and structures. The data exposed the false premise that the first Americans came from Asians once and for all. Now he only took it back to 50,000 years ago in the article. But even then he told you that these Africans, ancient Africans who migrated were Egyptian because they had Egyptian writings. But yet, you're not the Egyptian, are you? Well, you know we have our guest on coming up again soon, but Professor Walter Williams will tell you that you are the Egyptian, and he's right. The Egyptians are the Moors. You don't believe me? Read Destruction of Black Civilization. All right? By Chancellor Williams. They will tell you that the Egyptians and the Moors were the same people. This is what we found out. I know it's hard to understand, hard to believe at times. You see, actually, I'm not saying something right. Right enough because we have more people on it. Now they've done fall, falling off. You can't take this truth, lies that they just came from Africa. As if you could not be a global people. Dark-skinned people exist on every landmass where the equator is. We like the warmth. Brother L. Uh, Bill, um, Bill, 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 for a second, brother, on, on the info. Obviously, I'm dropping a little bit too much. <laughs> Yeah, brother, you said that the oldest uh, fossil was found here in the Americas. Right. It dates back to 28 million years ago. Uh oh. Right. 28 now what, million now what, what, what type of fossil? A, a human fossil. I mean, you know, uh, was it uh, an Asiatic fossil or? Yes. Yes. Okay. Was that? Was that? Uh, that's, they, they're not, they're not, they're talking about Lucy? 
That's all there no. That's all there was two point um um that's all there was twenty eight million years ago was us on this planet. The European don't they don't date back but to six thousand to eight thousand years ago. That's right, he didn't so exist. So, right, they didn't exist. So when we're talking about Egypt or Kemet or Tamari or Tamaray, um, of course we know it's um Hikapata, all right, as it is called. All right. Um we're looking at us already being here, brother L. You know. Um, and just these various impacts, various impacts over and over and over again occurring. Now, you know? is this information in the uh, uh, forbidden archaeology? Um, no, it's in the other books in which I made mention of in the office. This was an article, um, and the guy's name is David, um, excuse me, um, Dr. Albert Goodyear. He's a um, South. Carolina University professor, and he has done his dig, and he found that on the east bank of the Savannah River, that we was already there over 50,000 years ago. Once again, this is um, 44,000 years before the Europeans came on the planet. <laughs> huh. All right. Now, he's saying that these are ancient African migrations. He's saying that these are African migrations. He said that they are have the genetics of the M174 and the D haploid groups, and they were and there was Egyptian writing, right? So this verifies what we've been talking about. Brother L, there's a lot of static in your line. That must that must be my uh my heater, like my furnace. Okay. Right. You can you can go right. ahead and move, get, get me on back out. All right, so Richard Nave, now he's a university professor, a university professor of forensics, um, if I'm not mistaken, in um, Manchester in England. All right? And he stated that the first that the face of the first American is a Negroid face. It's not Mongolian, Mongolian. He said that it's a she. She was African and Aboriginal. Australian from the Pacific Islands. This is what he said. Right now, now he's a British forensic um, expert on Richard Dave, and this is what he says. He says that the Brazilian find shows that the New World was discovered tens of thousands of years earlier than previously believed. Certainly well before the time of the American Indians. All right? Because the only time we, we, the, the, the American Indians, way before the so-called Mongoloids, that's what he's saying. He says, prehistoric skulls were found buried in layers of soil in Brazil, Brazilian caves. And they are the oldest skulls of America. And he calls the face that he found Lucia. So, not Lucy, but Lucia which both means the same, light. And he said, Lucia belongs to a race found historically along the rim of the Indian Ocean in the islands of the South Pacific or South Asia in East and in East Africa and in Australia and 
Malaysia. What he's saying. In other words, this is our heritage. He says, to me, this face is a Negroid face. It has all the features that you would associate with a Negroid face. The proportion of the face does not say anything about it being a Mongolian, a Mongoloid. Richard Name, this is a British forensic scientist now. He says, now that goes further, it says, the first reaction was not to believe in it, but as the repeated, but as the results repeatedly, repeated and repeated so many times, and the result is the exact same thing. The skulls are very similar to the Australian Aborigines and Africans of no and no similarities at all with the Mongoloids in Asia, nor with American Indians. Now this is Walter Nays. All right? This is Walter Nays. Now you heard from Richard Nays. This is Walter Nays. Who is a Brazilian anthropologist? So we have forensic experts, we have archaeologists, we have anthropologists, we have historians, all, all concluding the same thing. But you got Negroes who don't have no damn degrees in none of this shit trying to debate information that they can't verify. And I'm giving all this information. And been giving it now for over 20 years, verifying our existence here in the Western Hemisphere. History needs to be rewritten. Yeah, and I'm rewriting it right now. <laughs> That's why I'm putting this information out. I'm here to rewrite as much of this nonsense as possible so that we can be on the right track. Charlene. All right? Yes. Can you can you hear, can you hear something blowing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 my furnace. That's what okay. it is. Well, we're going to stay warm. Go ahead, mute, you can go ahead and mute me out if you want to. If no. All right. All right. All right. All right. Once again, we'll be talking about the word more. We're utilizing is ties back to land. Let, let's put it this way. It's real simple for those who have studied. If you go to what John Henry Clark has stated, John Henry Clark, Dr. John Henry Clark stated that we are people in search of a nationality. And when we find a nationality, our nationality must instantaneously tie us back to land, culture, and history. But we answer the stupid names such as Negro and Black. Black might tell you how you look, but it doesn't tell you who you are. Now, you go to another book, right? and you can get that from, uh, um, from John Henry Clark in his video, all right, um, when he speaks on nationality. I have it on, I have it on my own. Um, my YouTube page, but you can also go to Destruction of Black Civilization by Walter Williams, by, oh, excuse me, by um, Chancellor Williams, where he states specifically that even the word more is a term in which that is a word in which that we have to contend with getting back, with taking back. 
So even the term more is a term that is a, is the word that we have to take back. So we're looking at these great historians who have come and who have verified who we are. All right. The word or term more is a is a generic term in the sense of that it means those of dark skin complexion around the world. Around the world. All right. Because the word more, as we said, we go to the Blackfoot Dictionary and you look up the word land, embedded inside the definition is the word moors. That means land and moors are synonymous. That means that they are interchangeable. You can't get more instantaneous than that. Once again, Dr. John Henry Clark said that the land that you're, that we are people in search of a nationality. All right. Now, he said it must tie you instantaneously back to land, history, and culture. The term more ties you back to land, history, and culture. Well, we believe that the only culture is when you speak about the European more. But you have African more, you have Asian more, you have American more. They call themselves Moorish American. So, this means even, even if you go to the Philippines, they don't want to be called Filipino or Philippine people. They want to be called Moro, Moor. So it don't matter what you believe. This is the facts. I'm dealing with facts. All right? I'm dealing with truth. Scholarship. This is not debatable. All right? All right? I have a doctorate in metaphysics. I'm just simply saying that with my research, these are the facts of truths that I found that relates us back to land. That's why they give us titles such as Negro, Black, and Colored to leave us landless. This is why they don't want to recognize us as Moors. Why they're even scared to even say the term more in the media. But of course, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. It don't matter. But the last recorded historical name that we have used as whole that they have taken us away from is the term more. I know that for a fact. Once again, it's not debatable. This is the truth of the matter, and we all have to realize that. I'm not here to deny our heritage. I am indigenous. I am aboriginal. I am a Moor. If you want to say that you are Indian, which comes from the term Indos or Indus, which means dark-skinned people or God's people, if you want to say that you are a Native American, that is fine. Even the term American takes you back to the word Moro, which is the word more. Go to Webster Universal Dictionary, 1937, and it states American definition, Aboriginal copper colored people found here before the invasion of the territory by the Europeans. The original term Moro, M E R U. You take the vowels out. It's M-R, more. 
So this is, once again, undisputable evidence. All right? I've, I've traveled the world. In my travels around the world, I've gone to Mexico. I asked them, what do they refer to us here? The people refer to us here as, they said, Moreno. The women as Morena. More. That's Spanish. So once again, I mean, this, 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 this is, this, this is, this, this is not, you know, uh, um, disputable, you know, uh, debatable. You know, this is indisputable. You know, I, I'm indigenous. And you want to melanite? Melanin, melanin is, 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 is a. Melanin is no. There's no flaw. Melanin is a quote unquote a Greek word. That's as far as it goes. Melanin is a Greek word. Mel is Greek. So that's not that's not that's not flaw. Moreno is a Spanish word. That goes back to Latin. All right. Moreno means dark complexion. I don't know where this pig thing comes from. All right? It's not the same word Moreno that I'm talking about. All right? Send me the link and a proof of that information. This is, this is once again, scholarship. I'm giving books. I'm giving names of the doctors, of the scientists. I'm giving archaeologists. I'm giving... Um, on archaeological digs and finds, telling you where they are, who wrote about them. You know, this is much different than me debating about um, a word in which that I've done did extensive uh, uh, etymology on through various so, um, thesauruses, through various dictionaries, at the um, etymological um, dictionary, so forth and so on. Get the book, 103 Amazing Facts About the Black Indians of the Western Hemisphere. This is an outline by um, Kenyon, a non, um, he calls himself a non, uh, quote unquote, um, reservist, um, right? But in his information, all right? He speaks about the word, all right? He calls it, you know, the worst thing he says, black Indian, all right? But this is what he writes in the book. Very hard book to get. But in the, and then his question, this is the 103rd one. He says, the reclaiming of the identity of the black indigenous Indian in the Western Hemisphere region is not a difficult task. It does not require petitioning outside of yourself to someone else to acknowledge who you are. And he's right, it doesn't. However, being that our head is in the lion's mouth, it would be wise to be able to retract your head before it gets bitten off as the best that you can. He says your mother and your father, your grandmother, your grandfather, the information has been passed out through your lineage to you from them is your acknowledgement. And it is. Neither does it require the text of your DNA, the way of the colonizer, pseudo contraption or contraption. The earth and the ancestral spirit knows perfectly who you are. 
just claim who you are. Now, that sounds good and dandy, you know, um, in a realistic type of way. Um, you know, however, you know, uh, let, let's go to what else he was talking about. Until recently, it was believed that the first humans crossed the Bering Strait 12,000 years ago. This is what they told you to enter North America um, continent. This view was never accepted by physical anthropologists who had found skeletal remains far older than 12,000 years ago in South America, which I already showed you, and gave you the documentation, the names, the books, etc. Today, archaeologists have found sites from Argentina to Chile that range in ages from between 20,000 to 40,000 years old and further back, as I showed you. You're talking about 250,000 to 350,000 years ago and more. Additionally, there are numerous sites in South America which are over 35,000 years old. These sites are Prerrada, which dates back to 45,000 BC, and Sierra de Capovara, which dates back 50,000 years ago. Given the fact that the earliest date for habitation of the Americas continent according, um, occurred um, below Canada in South America suggests that the earliest American settlers came from Africa, this is what he's saying, they came from Africa before the ice melted at, Ber um, at the Bering Strait and moved northward as the ice melted. Northward uh, means southward, moved down. All right, but, but if he's saying that they came to South America and they moved up, obviously here. But if they came from the Bering Strait, then they would have to have came from the crossing of the landmass between Russia and Alaska down into Canada, down into North America, down into um, Mexico, into Central America, into South America. But the oldest finds, as we just said, has been found in South America. So that could not have occurred that way. They had to have occurred in the other way. Further, the earlier, um, the early presence of Ice Age sites in South America suggests that these people probably came from Africa, all right? And this is what he's saying, explains the affinity between African languages and the Amerind family of languages, all right? In very ancient times, all right, this is what he's saying, very ancient times, He says, in very ancient times, the American continent was inhabited by African blacks and Asians, but the Asians came very later. Right? Very later, the Asians came. As already proven, we was already here over six million years ago prior to the continental drift occurring 200 million years ago, meaning that we was already here 400 million years before the continent drift, drifted apart. That means that we was here even longer than that. We was already walking back and forth because all the landmasses was together. The oldest skeletal find found in the Americas was the blacks. And he's right, because I just um, proved it by Richard Nave and William Nave. 
all right? Forensic experts in, in um, anthropologists. All right? Um, C.C. McQueen observed that it is good to report that the long ago that the useful America was also a Negro continent. And Lannan noted that there was a possible movement of Negrito from Ecuador into the Piura Valley north of Chickamauga and Viral in early times. All right, so this, this is what we're talking about. Once again, we're talking about scholarship, not belief. We're not here talking about um, um, what I believe that it is. You know, we have various sources that we're getting information from and tying this all together to make sense of who we are, right? Of who we are. All right? This, this is what we're talking about. All right? This is what we're talking about. And if you focus in on the fucking 9-volt battery, you need to get your monkey ass off of here because um, obviously you're not paying attention um, well enough in order to listen to the words that is coming out my mouth. This is the problem. This is the problem with, with, with Negroes, you know, in their games. They come on to and troll people's um, shows and troll their timelines and troll their YouTube videos. And the only thing they can do is try to reflect away from the conversation. If you don't have nothing to say, go take your ass somewhere else where you can go and disturb someone else. That's the point. I know you're not listening. That's that's good. All right? So, boom. That's how you do that, because being that this is my show, I can easily get rid of you. Bam. So now, for those that have questions, please give us a call. The area code is 563-999-3738. That's 563-999-3738. Give us a call. Brother L, I'm going to bring you back on. You got anything that you want to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you have a lot of them that I always want to. Uh, be on YouTube and they are always talking about, you know, Aboriginal indigenous people. And, uh, they, uh, you know, more is not the indigenous people of the land. And, and they're not more. They don't identify with more and. You know, actually, evidently they they don't know what the meaning of word more means. Right. They don't. I mean, if they did enough studying and research, they know better not to say some dumb shit like that. Right, 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 right. I ain't gonna name off no names, but you know, you you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these are chiefs. Chiefs of tribes, different tribes. Yeah, that's what they claim, but I don't know who they got their credentials from. And they have uh, Germanic <laughs> names, surnames. Yeah. Yeah, you mean they have a Eurocentric name? Yeah. Yeah, but call themselves the chief of a, of a tribe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've seen it. 
and men, you know, um, and how to help them preserve themselves and, and survive, you know, and, and to be able to, you know, not just with this society, but also with the development of their own society, you know, in their own culture and their own government. You know, this is what we're talking about. We're not, we're not being delusional. You know? And the prophet is not here. This is 2018. You know, he wasn't here in the 60s. He wasn't here in the 50s. He wasn't here in the 40s or the 30s, let alone 2018. So, you know, he don't know nothing about what's going on now. Right. No. Right. And we can take the prophecies in which that he left and utilize them as much as we can. We know damn well that in what in um in his own prophecy and statement, he spoke about a bear um um bayonet. You know what I'm saying? There ain't too many um guns with bayonets, you know, with knives at the end of them nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So we know that that was something that was going on before the World War I'm doing World War One, you know, before World War Two um occurred. You know, so I mean come on, we we have to start thinking, y'all. We have to start thinking. Uh, they they're not really thinking like I mean you know I, I give all honor and respect to the prophet you know uh, and for what he left us and everything you know just like the term, even the term Moorish American you know I would have to say I'm a uh, Aboriginal Indigenous American man or I may say I'm a more American man you know right. I I think those terms will be sufficient you know right. But they saying that more more American more being more being an adjective, you know, and uh, I had a lot of more want to give Sister Yafa Bay a lot of problems about that. But the sister was you know was right on time with it. Right. You know, and uh, I still say more myself a lot. You know. Mhm. But that's out of habit, you know. I may say what right. a what a fine looking Moorish couple over there, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So you know, uh, then you got a lot of people uh, uh, always saying something about somebody else and don't have all the facts, you know. Uh, this man and all of them are not agents. I know we have a lot of infiltration within the Moorish Divine National Movement, like we do in every other Asiatic movement. You know, uh, right. here and before, before you no, know, uh, before this time. You know, but you know, uh, right. but everybody's not an agent just because they don't go along right. with your program. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Of course, of course, of course I, I mean, I, I'm going to say his name uh, for us, Chief Nanya uh, Hill. I don't see anything wrong with his teacher. Right, right. I don't see he, he haven't, you know, uh, everything he has said, uh, you know, for my concern, uh, pretty much what we doing. Right.
Anybody want to say mm-hmm. something? No, let me see. We have him called the number 563 999 3738. Any questions? Any questions? Give us a call. This is a pretty good show we have tonight. Trying to clear up some of the nonsense and some of the confusion that's been going on out here. Nice. But why do they want to turn the turn, uh, uh, the turn black? Wait, I don't know. Because you got a lot of these indigenous and chiefs and chiefs uh, still calling themselves black, you know. And uh, I don't understand it, you know. I know they heard uh, a lot of people, a lot of us saying that black is an adjective, you know. So why are they still holding on to the word black? Right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, James Brown mostly, you know. Yeah, James Brown, you know, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, you know. That was in the 60s. Like I said, right. I, I gave the lecture on one of them, a blog talk show. I've been hearing that since I was 15 and 16 years old. And I'm damn near 65 years old. I'm 65 and something more months. And they're still stuck on that dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say a lot of these, and then some of these are agents, you know, because I don't believe they're that damn dumb. Mm-hmm. You're not that hard headed. Right. They're too intelligent not to understand it. But, you know, a lot of them are paid to, uh, uh, by these Romans to keep uh, the confusion among the people, you know, to keep our people dumbed down. So I guess they're doing, but, but, I, but, but I have a question for them, though. Once this uh, this thing falls, this empire falls, and, I mean, the Europeans fall, who are they going to work for then? Where are they going to go? Right, right. Or oh, have they ever thought about it? Good question. Good question. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to do, brother? Uh, I don't see what they can. Anything else they can do? Right. Get their get their act together. And uh, come to our courts and be tried by us. 
Because what I feel, how I feel about it, they need to be tried. Right. And that was what the, what the, what the uh, uh, whatever what the sentence or whatever uh, punishment will be, you know, be fit for the crimes they uh, had committed against us, against their own people as traitors, and be tried for treason mm-hmm. against the Moorish government. Mm-hmm. Because they are treasonous. Right. Like I say, traitors. Now, I hope a lot of them hearing what I'm saying, too. Right, right. Exactly. Well. Huh. I guess uh, the more and more we get back on the uh, blog talk show on Wednesday, then we start getting some callers. Because, you know, we've been off for a while. Right, right. Yeah, we've been And maybe not, not uh, uh, hip to this uh, new number we got, the 563 number. Yeah, yeah. Even if they use the old number, um, they would still Even if they use that's right. Because mm-hmm. I, I use the old number to get in. Go, let me say this. If you go uh-huh. to Wikipedia, 
Um, when you go to Wikipedia and you look up the origin of the word Moreno, all right, it even states that it is debatable. It says the origin of the term Moreno as applied to crypto Jews, Jewish people, is debatable since there are two meanings, all right? Now, even when we talk about two meanings, we're talking what? We're talking about what, Brother L? The denotive and the cognitive, right? Right. All right. And thus, etymologies for the word. It says, one derives from Arabic, which is from the word Muharram. Muharram is allegedly where you get the word Moreno from. Muharram, which means forbidden. All right? Now, cipher, as we say in the Father's sentence. Moreno, in this context, would mean swine or pig. In other words, these were the people, dark-skinned people, who did not eat pig. In other words, they was Jews or Muslims. All right? Right. You know, it's talking about dark-skinned people who did not eat pig or swine. It don't mean, per se, swine or pig. All right? There's, a, there's something that you have to come to the conclusion on here. Because we know that Jews and Muslims are prohibited against eating pork. So the people who did not eat pork, the so-called Jews and Muslims, it was called Moreno. But it don't mean, in that context, swine or pig. Right? It just meant that they were the people who did not eat pig. Right? So, so let's start with this foolishness. I know some of y'all just like going to Wikipedia, <laughs> right, and getting, and getting this information. I, I don't right? think they really do their research deep enough. You know, so we're talking about cognitive and denotive, all right? Denotive and um, this, what is it, what, what's it called, Brother L? Cognitive and denotive? And denotive, yeah, what denotes what what. Right. What a certain word right. means, you know. Right. So the notice it says Moreno is talking about those who practice or prohibited or which is haram against eating pork. It was the Muslims or the so-called Jews, or better yet, the Jews who were then us who were actually Muslims. All right, more or Muslims, more or Muslims, more or Hebrews or Jews. Read Dr. Big Yakimini's book, The Black Jews. You definitely dropped it in that book. Right? So, yes, you were the people who at one time, one time, did not eat pork. Now, of course, you can't call the average Negro Moreno nowadays. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why they use the term Negro Black in college. All the slave brands. Right, but for those who no longer eat pork, all right, because uh, they are prohibited from doing so based on their, their religious practice, they'll call Moreno. Right, this is where the word really is derived from in that sense. Right? Mu haram means one for big, one who. Forbidden, the one who is forbidden. Forbidden from what? Forbidden from eating swine or pork. So Moreno is from the Arabic word 
Muharem, which means one who is forbidden. Brother L, you are a Muharem. You are a Moreno. You are one who is forbidden from what? Being poor. Exactly. <laughs> and it don't have anything to so, do with Islam. Right. But it's an Arabic term where they state that it is derived from. We even know that the word Moreno goes further back to the word Maru, as I said earlier, which is an ancient Egyptian word, an ancient comedic word. When I went to the British Museum, there was a still that my wife and I seen in the British Museum in which that spoke specifically about um, the priesthood of Anu, which is on, which is Cleopolis. Okay? Specifically. And what did it talk about? It talked about specifically the word Maru. The high priest was named Maru. They were called the Maru people. Where more comes from. All right. That's where the term more comes from. The Arabic takes it in order to become Moreno. All right. Uh, it becomes Morano within the Greek terminology. It's called Moruno, um, Moru, you know what I'm saying? So it goes all over into various languages of the world. In Arabic, it just took on the discipline of those who were forbidden from eating pork. But we know that the Jews and the Muslims got that from the ancient Egyptians, because the ancient Egyptians did not eat pork. All right. And, and their high priest, and their high priest was called the Moors, they were the Moors or Maru of the um, Nature um, of the Nature um, town, the Nature honor Anu, right? Who becomes Amen. So, I mean, we, we have to go back and, and do this research here. You know what I'm saying? You can't leave it at what the European um, tells us. You have to go deeper. Hell right? no. Um, you know, so. Um, this is it for us for tonight. Um, hopefully, everybody got a chance to get a little something from what we've been talking about here. Um, oh, so. You know, I've you know, been able to hold your attention because the same people that was here um, are still here. So we're glad. And, um, you know, we love y'all and continue listening to First World Radio to myself and my co-host, Brother Fahim El Bay. And um, we're going to be back at y'all a little bit later on um, next Wednesday. Um, first of all, the radio, and we're going to play out as we leave for the Ronetta University. The universe loves me. I meet the sun reflection, go to unk on my necklace. Rebirth of the earth, I can feel a resurrecting. Beaming my bacaba to the star system, serious. It's time to phone home if you know what ascension is. I'm here to raise the frequency, I do it through my music. But when I die, my body mummified by Anubis. Return to the afterlife, some call it paradise. I astro project to meet my ancestors every night. Through the transition, everything gets unfolding. Hold a mirror to the ones with alternative motives. I never changed my integrity to fit in the matrix. Came from many lifetimes since the dawn of creation. I'm on the sounds from the galaxy, playing like trumpets. We coming forth by the day, but you can stay up and coming. I can school you in this life, but we can wait till the next one. Open your mind to all things, then I give you the lecture.
I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me. Call them right, let them come down and hug me. Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me. Up high, know the universe loves me. I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me. Call them right, let them come down and hug me. Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me. Up high, know the universe loves me. I love my family, even though they think that I'm weird. I've been disposed to different information over the years. The type of shit to make you wonder, am I really a human or is my body just an avatar living a movie, equipped with all my God particles, made up for atoms, create a worm, hope I cut a space and rip of the fabric, I'm just a one who realizes origin off of this planet, starships in the sky and preparing for landing, come up off that mind control that the media feeds you, they all sit in clones with teleprompts, been a deceiver I would never fear a thing, my soul forever lasting, came from many lifetimes from the city of magic Angelic light beam in the physical form But chemtrails in the sky to do the physical harm What the hell would it take just to render your lawn I can't wait till the day that this earth is reborn I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call them right, let them come down and hug me Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me Up high, know the universe loves me I'm alive, but y'all still don't know me Call them right, let them come down and hug me Oh God, I told you y'all couldn't budge me Up high, know the universe loves me